0: Sorry about the technical difficulties. the Hashem. I'm Shem should be a she should be together with her family. Hate. The um this week's Shir, of course, this is uh, one before Pesach, or well, the week before the Pesach Shir. Um Titland, I just want to give a shout out. You know where North Druid Hills are? Okay, that's where it is. I'll explain later. The Shabbos Parshas Tzav The Shabbos is known as Shabbos Hagodol. Shabbos Hagodol does not have its own haftarah Pending, of course, Hafter of Yom Tiv. Shabbos Hagodil We're going to discuss later what are the main ramifications. What are the main reasons for the name? Excuse me, of Shabbos Hagodol. We are now well into the Nossi, which we have said daily. Mm -hmm. One second. Okay, 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 okay. It's all good. Hold on, i got to turn your volume off. Okay, volume off. In HaShem, um, as we did in the past in the future, we will do the same on the weeks after Pesach, between Pesach and Shavuos. We'll also add to our Shir, Pirkei Oves and Seta. Today we hope to discuss Pasha's Tzav, discuss at HaShem Shabbos HaGodel we'll also discuss some Dinim in reference to Pesach Pashat Tzav has 96 psukim. interestingly it says in the beginning and the end of the Pasha Every Pasha always says the end of the Pasha, how many psukim? So this has 96 psukim, and because it's Pasha's tzav, so obviously it says in the beginning as well, tzadik vav, in the beginning of the Pasha. We are going now in Kehanim, and therefore we're involved in many, many different karbonais, the sacrifices that were brought. But first let's now discuss the name of Tzav. Tzav is Aaron. is now given a commandment, a mitzvah. Mitzvah has two explanations. Mitzvah comes from the word Tzivoi, commandment. And also comes from the word Tzavsev kibur connection. The mitzvah connects Am Yisrael, the Jew, to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And these two explanations enhance one another. A Jew can, in essence, do a mitzvah for two reasons. One, either he understands it well, as we're going to discuss later when we're talking about Shabbat HaGadol, or secondly, because he was commanded to do so by God. And therefore, as a Kabbalist, except the yoke of heaven, he understands nothing about what he is doing, but because God commanded, I'm doing it. For this we say about the main point of Tzav of the connection The person nullifies himself, he is mavatl himself totally to serve Hashem, to become one with Hashem. And therefore, it's not only the tiway, the commandment, but just because so commanded God, without understanding it, I am doing this mitzvah. Rashi, however, has a little twist on this. Rashi says, This is chapter 6, verse 2. The trader needs to speed up, to emphasize even more so, in a place where there is a loss of money. And this talks about, of course, the ish of the Mizbeach, the fire on the Mizbeach. That's what it's referring to when he talks about even if it's a Khsar and Kish. And the question, of course, becomes, out of all the 613 mitzvahs in the Teda, why in the mitzvah of the Eish of Mizbeach are we concerned about the Chassar and Kish, the loss of money? But in essence, again, this has to do with our service to God. Other mitzvahs, sometimes we get involved and we lose money doing them. Tzedakah, for example, when we give tzedakah to somebody, we no longer have that money. Yes, we have it. This is the money that ultimately we're scoring with God and it's putting up its accounts and everything else. Beautiful but Tachlis, I took out the $50 bill and I gave it to the poor person for yomtiv. he now has it, I don't. But when the person gives Tzedakah, you don't have to warn him, you don't have to give him an extra push, because the person is sure that God is going to pay it back. And besides which, it's your money. You do what you want with it. When it comes, however, to Mammon hegdish, to the money of the temple, which was taken from the tibur from the congregation, <coughs> you've got to be more careful. It's a money you've got to be more careful with, how you use it. You can't throw it around. So sometimes people would say it's not the most important thing, this wood that had to go up on top of them is bare. Maybe there's other things that are more important. And you need to therefore devote the public's money to something else. Therefore, the Taylor chooses only here to talk about it <coughs> the use of the public's money. There, that's where the Eibishta has to warn and has to tell us that the person needs to do this mitzvah. And it's the Almighty's cheshman. It's not for a person to make a cheshman. And if the Almighty commanded Eitzim on the Marauchah, then it's something that we need to do with all the money that we could possibly get our hands on. It's a command from God. Then they took the desha and they took out the ashes. And there's a whole issue here, the taking out of the ashes. But Upasha is begotten of the Korean changed his garments. And he took out the desha, and he took out he took out other garments and he took out the, the ashes. Lashi immediately tells us. This is not an actual chayv, an obligation, but rather a proper idea. Not to make his garments that he serves God with t- constantly, not to make them dirty. And then he continues, Rashi, to give a Moshe. The garments that the cook, the chef, wore when he was cooking, I'll use it case that, you don't come and pour a cup of wine for the master. And therefore they change their garments. If that's the case, according to this muscle that Rashi is giving, according to the parable, it's telling us that taking out the ashes is like cooking from the pot. The garbage man, or not the garbage man, the koyen that took out these ashes, he was similar to the chef cooking. So why therefore is it done through the same koyen pouring of a cup of wine? We know very well that according to the custom of the world, the chef does not come out and serve the table as well. So what kind of mashal is this? But in essence, it's a double lesson to every Jew. Every Jew is called, Every Jew is referred to as, So firstly... The service to Hashem needs to be not only mitzvahs bepeil, but even the preparation to the mitzvah. For those keeping score at home, the Gemara Suvis Dafkuv Gimel Amit Beis. The Gemara tells us about Rabbi Chia, Page 103, side 2. Rabbi Chia that was working not only with the teaching of his students of Teirah, but also different preparations. He taught him different skills, planting flax, um, catching, catching animals, riding siva, safras. And he did this with the same strength, with the same devotion, dedication, as when he taught a regular piece of the Torah. This is because he was so self-nullified before God, before the God's wants. And therefore, it's no difference what's being taught, as long as the Word of God is being fulfilled. And it's done the way the mitzvah needs to be done. That's the first concept. <coughs> it needs to have preparation in the mitzvah. And secondly, a Jew should not say, cannot say, that he's going to try to impress on another Jew. But only the Jew that's right next to him, within his four cubits, Teda and Tvila, but this Jew that's outside the machne, outside the courtyard, outside the neighborhood. Yashir l'kein Akhar, Let another Kayin deal with that. But rather the same one that pours the cup, he is the one that goes chutzlamachna. And he serves God over there. This services, he needs to put on other garments, which are lesser of value. Not the garments that he served inside the Holy of the Holy of Holies. He has to put on a garment that's going to purify. That will bring to his level that needs to be brought up. I got a phone call this morning. Funny thing happened to me on the way to this year. Now, I got a phone call A very distraught father whose daughter received one of the most painful pieces of news that a teenager could hear in these circles today. She was not accepted for seminary. She applied to two different seminaries, very elite seminaries officially. And unfortunately she was not accepted. Needless to say, he's devastated, she's devastated. (laughs) That foolish joke they told of the mothballs, even the mothballs. Everybody's devastated. And he says, How do I deal with this? How can these people do this to a child? 25 girls are accepted, and over a thousand apply. So they wonder how do they do it to a kid. They only have limited space. My daughter is so smart, and so this, and so that, and she headed this, and she headed that, and she did everything, and she's really on the right track to do it. How could they possibly do this to her? But that wasn't really his question. His question really was, how do I deal with her? She's not a happy camper, to say the least. Well, I must say, I was with my wife when this call came into the, they were in the car, and it happens to be somebody that my wife knew as well, so it wasn't such a problem, and we both dispensed substantial advice, it was about a 35 minute conversation, actually not to be uh, telling any kind of lies or exaggerations, we can go to the phone, and today's smartphones tell us smart things. They could actually tell us. Yes, the conversation was 39 minutes and 29 seconds to be exact. And we really try to boost him and to explain to him that what's more important than anything else is words that you are going to tell from your heart will penetrate other person's heart. In other words, whatever we're telling you, we mean it. And therefore, you need to build up your own fortification of your own belief that this is from Hashem, and if it's from Hashem, it's all good. And God will ultimately put her in the right place, and she'll have what she needs. Etc, etc, etc. We spent quite a time trying to give this fellow the strength to overcome the trial and tribulation that he's never going through with this situation. Well, this fellow happens to be an emissary, a shliach. And he went about his day he gave a shear over here, he meets with a few people here, a few people there. Someone comes in and says, Rabbi, did you know, <laughs> I knew about this for, for a while, but I know a guy They met last Wednesday night by the, before the year who told me that he and his wife did not go to bed at night without listening to the minute of the day shear, whatever the rabbi gives the minute of the, the what is it? the two minute video of the Rebbe, on a daily basis. And sometimes he says his wife plays it over and over and over. And they don't live in any neighborhoods that associate, affiliate with Lubavitch. But they consider themselves Ksidim of the Rebbe. Rabbi, did you see this? This is beautiful, this video. And the video is a very short video of the Rebbe talking to Rabbi Wolfson from Tere Vedas, giving him brachas and blessings for longevity, success, etc. And then after the video of the Rebbe talking to Rabbi Wilson, there's a video of the Rebbe by a singing. The Rebbe starts the words of the song, Nyet, Nyet, Nikavo. And the Rebbe starts to sing, and the Rebbe encourages the Chesidim to sing also. He even encourages Rabbi Bukhasei, to, to whistle. So this fellow innocently came and showed it to the rabbi. He says, Rabbi, look at this video. It's a beautiful thing. It has subtitles on the bottom in English, so you can understand it. And it, it was beautiful. It was so inspiring. Why? There was one little thing that was very interesting to the rabbi, more than this guy knew. Behind the rebbe, as the rebbe started to sing, niet, niet, was a little boy. Him. This rabbi, this fellow, that the shliach that had called me, saw this guy showed him a picture, a video, innocently of the rebbe, and he happened to be standing behind the rebbe. She says, all the keches and everything, the encouragement you gave us was amazing, but this was the icing on the cake. This the show I'm right behind the rebbe. Rebbe, you're with me all the way through this. And you're going to guide me and take me through this. This was more powerful than anything else you could have done. And he saw there. So I told this to somebody now, and he says, Wow, it's such hashkach pratis, such divine providence, thank you. I said, take it as you like, my friend. I see the, the hand of God. But I also see the power of the Rebbe. How the Rebbe needs to get his message to a Chassid. needs to encourage one of his Chassidim, especially one of his Shluchim. The Rebbe sees to do it very, very, very well. You didn't have the message, you didn't have it with you, you didn't have that story, you didn't have that video with you, you didn't see it, whatever it was. Somebody random who just finally discovered these videos, today, Came and showed it to you to show you that Rebbe is right there in front of you. And it was a very, very great inspiration, and I think it was a very powerful story. I enjoyed it. I thought I, I still get very, very. I'm getting goose pimples from it. Not really, I'm just getting strong fortification from it. Different sacrifices were bought, brought. There was the ayla, there was the khatas, there was the Osham. There was the Teida. The, the, they were brought for different reasons. The khatas was brought when somebody did a sin. Now the question becomes... Is it enough for a person to repent by doing Tshuva and bringing his carbon? Or do we need to flog him in public? Do we need to hang him out to dry? Do we need to publicize his sin? Do we need to pound the streets over and over with his sin? Or do we just need to see to it that he does Tshuva? Tells us the traitor the carbon oida, which had nothing to do with the sin, was brought side by side with the carbon khatas. And therefore, the person that saw, that observed the person bringing this carbon, did not know if the person was bringing a khatas or an oida. So that not to embarrass the person bringing the carbon khatas. Very powerful lesson. We don't have to embarrass the sinner. We don't have any benefit by doing such. We simply need to see to it, the sinner seizes the sin. And if the, the, sinner, the sinner does tshuva and brings his kar khatas if it's good enough for Hashem to forgive him, we don't need the person to take him and rub, him, rub his nose in the dirt as well. Let us go back now, Zais Tela Sa'ila, Chuli, Gema, Kol Says Rashi, we're now in, again, still in chapter 6, verse 2, Ba'ol Lamed Al-Hekta Chalavim V'Vanim She'Kosher Kol Alayla. Comes to teach us, Kol Alayla teaches us the whole night, that the bringing of the Chalavim, the fats and the organs, the inner organs, were permissible to be brought all night long. The Rambam, my Maimonides tells us, if you keep your score at home, it's Nehilchus Maise Karbonis, Perigdalid, Halacha Beis, chapter 4, the law 2. When it comes to Hekta Chalavim Bevarim, Omru Chacham, the Chacham said, That these can only be burnt until midnight. And yet Rashi had said, they can be brought all night. We know very well a Kalal, it's brought down in the Taz, in Erechaim, at the end of the Simen Tav Kuf the Taz brings down lesser the The sages do not have the power to prohibit something that the Taita clearly permitted So the Taita cre- clearly lights what was that clearly writes that Hector, I love them. ye kosher kol It says, "Kol alayla" in the posuk. How did the sages come and they prohibit it after chatzis? However, what happens when these evarim these innards, the kishkes, are brought up to be burned? There are two things in essence that come about. First of all, the bringing of the carbon, the Akrava and the aktara of the carbon. And also, when we bring this up, we see to it that the carbon does not become what's called nasar, it does not get left over. A carbon may not be left over over its time that the Torah prescribes it. If it does, it becomes nicer, and you may no longer eat it. Nicer, of course, meaning leftover. So when we bring up these Ivarim at (coughs) night, we only cause the second, not the first. We're causing that this should be done and finished before its prescribed time, so that it does not become nicer because all the actual services in the Mishkan and the, the, the Mishkan is by day the night shift didn't have much work so the night shift was burning the, in, the insides etc this is in order that the carbon should not be considered nasar, should nothing should be left over from this carbon past its allowed allotted time the Mizbeach only had X amount of space there were many karbonas. <clears throat> Needless to say, there was a lot of them that needed to be processed. And the processing did not have enough time during the day to do so. And therefore, it worked into the night, burning these things. So therefore, the burning of the Ivarim was only in order that they should not be considered nicer. So therefore, we find that bringing up the Ivarim by day is involved in the actual bringing of the carbon. It also refrains from laisir. by night, it only has the refraining from becoming laisir. So, the Khatkhila, to begin with, the best way to do it, of course, is by day to bring up the Ivarim and the Chalavim, and that way, thereby, you are doing both parts of the Mitzvah, both the bringing up of the carbon and preventing it from becoming Neser. That's why we understand now, what the Ramam is saying. That he understands and knows very well that <coughs> The Chachamim cannot prohibit something. That the tater clearly stated is permissible. That's only in order that there's something of a mitzvah in this. Then the tacham cannot prohibit doing this, fulfilling this mitzvah. Mashiach king, If it's not in the way of a mitzvah, in the vein of a mitzvah. It's just the tater said it so that it should not come into a prohibition, then the chacham can do that. The Chachalim do have the power to change that. Moving ahead, chapter 6, verse 6. The Torah repeats itself. A constant flame should be burning on the Mizbeach. and leisik, but you may not extinguish it. You just told me it has to burn. How can you extinguish it? Says Rashi, our champion. The eish, the age, the fire that it says about it that this fire has to be Tamid. He from this fire, we light the nedaris of the candles. Shenem bo, lahalis ner tomid. By the mizbe'ah, by the Men- it also says lahalis ner tomid. Our female mizbe'ah chachitzen tukat, also needs to be lit from the mizbe'ah chachitzen. If you're keeping score at home, the Gemara in Yuma, Daf Memheh Amid Yuma forty-five, side two brings down the following din, in a little bit of a different wording. He writes, "Aish Tomid, She'amarti Lecho, that I told you, Le'isaheya le'bereshe ala mezbeach. mezbeach, I said, shall only be on the head of the mizbeach. Yet Rashi changes a little bit, writes, Eish Sh'nemabot Tomid, Afi me'ala mezbe- mezbeach achitzen tukat. Rashi changes two words here. He says me'al Mizbeach instead of eishal Mizbeach and he also says shenema which is that in the Gemara it says eish tomid shamar t'ilcha shle yehi elam shamar t'ilcha. So we need to figure out why the two differences. Seriously? Sitting here, isn't it? I'm not sitting. Okay. We perhaps could say that this is how the din of the lighting of the manada, the boundaries of the lighting of the manada from the fire of the Mizbeach. We need to understand and to properly investigate if this chir, this obligation is a din of lighting the Minada from the fire of the Mizbeach or if it's a din of the ash of the Mizbeach. And therefore, since the obligation is the fire, you therefore have an obligation to use this fire also for the lakasamenehra. What's the difference? If you're going to say the din is without Seminera, if there's no fire on the mezbayach, You can't light the mineta. But if you're talking about the fire on the Mizbeach, if there's no fire on the Mizbeach, you definitely don't have to light the mineta from this fire. You have to light it from a different fire. So if you're talking about one, the mineta, then the mineta is dependent on if there's a fire on the Mizbeach and there's no fire on the Mizbeach, then you don't have to light the mineta. But if you're going to say that, it's no, it depends on the fire that's on the Mizbeach, it's talking about the main point is the fire that's on the Mizbeach, that if there's no fire on the Mizbeach, so you like the Meneda from something else. That's why Rashi says, tomid, even though it's me'alam is achitz tukad, because he holds, this is not a din of the Meneda. But rather the fire, the mizbeach. We need to use this the esha mizbeach, not only for everything else that we said in the Psukim before, the aila make everything else, but also for the lighting the Afhi mal afhi tukad. So it refers on a two-way street to the both reasons of the flame. And therefore, the Gemara and Rashi will work out together. Dr. Rebbe writes in Hilchas Pesach, for those who would like to look it up, Simon Tov Chavtes, Siv 422, paragraph 2. Muvavdim b'ri'gei leShabbos Hagadol talks about Shabbos Hagadol that the Rebbe writes. He writes, "Nogu b'dedish achreenim mm-hmm. is customary in the last generations. Shehachachem dedish halach hilchas Pesach b'Shabbos lefenay Pesach." That the sage of the town learns, speaks, discusses the laws of Pesach, Shabbos before Pesach. Pesach, if Shabbos Hagadol is not erev Pesach, public, public speech. The Hilkasachag derish b'Shabbos Shuvah. The Alter Rebbe also writes that the laws of the Yamtiv are also. This the doorbell. Also spoken about Shabbos Shuvah. We have And the main thing, says Rebbe. We have Iker. Literation. Here is the Hemp, Dach, Yashem to learn, to speak and to show them the dark Yahshem, the ways of Hashem and teach them how to do it two things the dark Hashem and how to do it mm-hmm. why is the al dividing this up is the and <coughs> <Lamid Maisha Shiasen. coughs> We have to, we perhaps can understand that the idea, the kavana, is aside from the Hilasa Hag, The Lakhas that are relevant to the chag. Which is Nigea Lemaisa. We also need to teach people, inspire people, the ways of Hashem. What is the ways of Hashem? And why Dafka and this Shabbos? Shabbos HaGadol, Shabbos Shuva. Why are those Shabbos so important, relevant to do this? When we say derech Hashem, derech is not only the idea, the concept, the road and zone, the tachlis and the matara, but rather the path, the way to get to this. Just like physically, when a person needs to reach, get an item, get something. He has to travel different roads to get to this thing. Mm -hmm. Same thing is also here, the derach. The union of derach is that the person needs to travel in order to be able to accomplish what needs to be accomplished. Over here. (coughs) That we have to therefore explain our situation. Shabbos HaGodon and Shabbos Shuva it is important, imperative that the Hashem, to enlighten, to show them the ways of Hashem. The ways in which a person comes to the concept of the Taklis and the Matara, which is the main service. This Taklis and this Matara. the Almighty created the world in order to accomplish this that's in order that the people should be able to be mekayim, tere, mitzvahs, which is hamay, sashay, yasin. the actual doing of the actual action this is an obligation on each and every Jew to be mekayim, all 613 mitzvahs in the Shlemus but there's also a dark ashem. A way, a path, which through this path you can come to accomplish the mitzvahs properly. It's a known fact. Mitzvah kiguf A mitzvah without the proper intentions is like a body without a without a soul. Which means to say that every mitzvah we do has to have the full intentions. And, in order, and with this thing, this chayas, this slavus, a person needs to instill within his own heart the love and fear of God. When a person has the love and the fear together in, to, of God, then he's rekaying his mitzvahs. When he's in his mitzvahs, is not only just doing something on automatic pilot, but because he loves Hashem, and because he fears Hashem, it causes him to do the mitzvah with his full soul and heart. Which is the highest in the Slavas and much kavana. Even though the main point is that Kiyam maitsa mitzvah is is accomplished, even if the person doesn't have kavana, he doesn't have to know all the different. Cavanas and intentions that are brought down in all the different svarim, but by doing a mitzvah, the person feels he's gotten closer to God. This is also a level, but the actual ma'isa mitzvah is lacking. And you're not even accomplishing really what God wants from it. When a person studies and understands the path and the road and the way of the person going to do these mitzvahs, out of love, out of fear of God, this is the road that God wants him to go on. (coughs) And this is the road that will help him accomplish this. Shabbos Hagadol. First of all, we say that the godel should be should and therefore it's called godel. Secondly, the next godel that happened, the great miracle that happens on Shabbos Hagadol, on Shabbos Hagadol was the day that they took the sheep. They brought the Umak of the Karim in Pesach. They put the blood on their doorposts. Which we know was a major, major danger to do in Mitzrayim since the Mitzrayim considered this their God. Shabbos are if you want to say it on a physical basis. When it's not erev Pesach, is that big Shabbos that many people tend to take advantage of, and they rest as much as they can because this is the last stretch before Pesach cleaning. So in order to be able to have strength, we make a we make a big Shabbos out of it, so we can advent, we can take advantage of every second. car to a protest someone wrote the signs they don't read English someone made the signs for them it's an old one like a hundred years old um, let's go on to a little bit of Hilgis Pesach Arab <coughs> Pesach Customary to go to the mikveh of Pesach after Chazais, and then ready to start to wear the garments of Shabbos of Yom Tif. This is Shabbos. At that point, to go even to bake matzahs, this is called the matzah mitzvah. Matzah mitzvah. They used to announce it, everybody should go to get ready for Yom Tov, and as soon as they were ready for Yom Tov in their garments, they would come to bake Matzah's Mitzvah. Matzah's Mitzvah are baked after HaTzeis Hayim on Erev Pesach, and if you don't have a local Matzah bakery, you're not likely to have Matzah's from Erev Pesach, unfortunately. And the Matzah bakery also knows how valuable these Matzahs are, and they charge seven, eight, nine dollars a matzah. They have a great time with this. They make more money out of Pesach. They make a whole season. The Pesach matzahs are called matzahs mitzvah also because they brought and they're made in the time of the current Pesach is made, and therefore the the tsevet, the group that works on those matzahs repeatedly sings Hallel for so those who do it whenever they make their matzahs but every Pesach matzahs they definitely see to it that they are constantly repeating Hallel like was by the Arif, by the Karim Pesach itself where the first group would go on to the mountain and they would sing Hallel the first time and the second time and even the third time if that's what it took to finish all the Karbanas of that group one should have in mind when they go to the mikveh of Pesach that they're doing this for Pesach for the Yom and to bring this Kedusha should go throughout with Simcha and a good heart. Now, if you need another reason which I don't see why (coughs) if you need another reason By the seder, by shveich hamasko, we open the door. We greet Eliyahu Hanavi. I ask you, you're going to greet Eliyahu Hanavi? You didn't go to the mikvah that day, so of course, those who go to a bris would also do that. Pesach is a holiday that we see to it that we put on nice garments nicer than the other holidays the beds of course are all made and everything is done beautifully in the house to show the simcha it's customary before badik is it's actually to wash all beds etc Wine and matzahs, the packages and the bottles of wine should be opened before Pesach starts. So we shouldn't have to open it on an If you have to open it on an you do it with a shinui, a little different form. With your left hand instead of your right hand. And of course, not to make a vessel, not to tear any words. Out <coughs> face of children, take a nap. <coughs> Some children include those that are over 60. So they can stay awake by the Seder and have be clear-headed. It's a mitzvah for everyone to be awake for the Seder. We don't differentiate on the age. Of course we have to see to that we pay up. For matzahs that you bought, so the matzahs belong to you. Even more so, you should be careful of the Arab Pesach matzahs, because there's a lot of humul tumul, you want to make sure they're paid for beforehand. A person should prepare a sufficient amount of matzahs that he should have enough for all the shiurim that he needs that he needs and his children are going to need everybody should need there should be enough matzah for everybody customary that the heads of the city of a community should make sure that everybody has what they need for Pesach Um, by us in the yeshiva we also have a Mo'ez Chitim we see to it that all our teachers have what they need for Yamtif. That's a fund of its own that has a budget on its own which is quite sufficient. Not sufficient, but quite large. All the beckers should be prepared. We should make sure they all have enough for the shear that we need for the Dalit cases approximately 3.5 ounces karpas salt water marr, everything that's needed for the evening should be prepared by day of course the meat and the fish whatever a person can afford one should check their matzahs if possible before Pesach on Erev Pesach, to make sure they're not going to run into any matzahs that are s- questionable. If challah was not taken from the matzahs, there's see to an Erev Pesach to take it, while it's still day. Generally it's done when matzahs are baked. There is a alaka that one could eat and then mafresh Chala. In Chutz Laretz, we don't take Chala if we forgot. Until by, by, Ben Hashmoshes, we forgot to take Chala, which is after shkia Yisacham, after sunset, then a person can do it at Matzah Tiv, in the meantime eat from the Matzah. And at Israel, you can do it right away, even Ben Hashmoshes. And as a of course, the trumas and meisters also need to be taken care of. Before yom tiv, make sure all new vessels were put in the mikveh by day yet. If you forgot, you're allowed to till be in shmashes, but better not play with it this year. You cannot because it's Friday night. Person bought a new hagoda should check beforehand that the pages are not stuck. Mm -hmm. If you have an old Agoda, you know for sure the pages are stuck, because wine spilled on them, and they're all stuck together. Mm -hmm. That's a separate entity. The Kaida of Pesach, a new Kaida, that was made by a gui, even it was made specially for the nail, se- the nail seder, to put matzah into it, it needs to be tabled before yantar. If you're going to put in cloths, and it would not actually touch the kaida, then maybe you wouldn't have to. You need to check your Shabbos clocks, Eden. Eden. Those who have Shabbos clocks in their dining rooms, that the set go off at a certain time on a Friday night, you need to set it for a later time because the Seder is obviously going to take longer. And we don't like to say the lights going out. The middle of the Seder, you can't read anymore. But although it's much more spiritual, really, because especially if you have these six-hour candles burnings of the candles, you're doing by candlelight the hallow, the nirzah it's a beautiful, beautiful experience yeah, really? Shimshima no we don't Shimshima Srepolia wrote up in the on the mime of the tzachadash. it's printed in some it's a school to read it, to learn it It's a mitzvah to actually involve ourselves in the study of the Haggadah to know what we're saying so that we can teach it properly. A custom that's very, very long forgotten for long, when we teach the child, the ten makkas before Pesach, should not teach it in order. The Yehuda gave a simon to Tzachadash B'achav and the goddess and Maimon before Tehillim turns around the Seder. So he should not learn a mamish according to the order of the Teder. Why did Abed Amalek turn it around? Because he says there is an opinion that there is a second to mention Nezikim, these Nezikim and therefore he turns them around in a different order so that their powers should not come together then those say that Leel Shemurim we don't have to be concerned with that and therefore in Leel Shemurim the Leel of Pesach we were watched over we don't have to be concerned and we could do it in order because we're not concerned that the Mazikim are going to do anything to us and in Yetz HaShem, this Shabbat HaGodl we will hear the Drosheh from the Godl from Melech HaMashiach in Yerushalayim and Shabbat Shalom, Shalom. to all Shalom.